Hi, I'm RJ Baxter with realestatetalkdenver.com, and I'm here today with Josh Real of Liberty Mutual Insurance. And uh, Josh is an insurance expert that we work with that is really, really smart about uh, what he does with insurance, takes really good care of our clients, and he also got the memo on the purple shirt today. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a good thing on that. But uh, Josh is here to, to share with us some things today um, about homeowners insurance specifically. Um, but first, before we get into that, Tell us a little bit more about yourself, Josh. Yeah, sure. So uh, again, my name is Josh Real. Thanks for having me here, uh, RJ. A um, little bit about myself. I've been the, in the industry um, about uh, 13 years. So 13 mm -hmm. years uh, before I got into insurance, I actually was in the automotive industry. So actually retail okay. uh, management. Okay. Decided that I wanted to uh, help families get into uh, a great industry that, that's very beneficial, rewarding. Mm -hmm. uh, Colorado native. Okay. Got a wife, uh, five-year-old daughter. Um, love what I do. I've worked for Liberty Mutual Insurance for 10 years now. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. um, love the outdoors. Um, love uh, love what Colorado has to offer. And okay. uh, skier. Yep, yep, ski. Yep. So I uh, just got got her daughter on uh, skis a couple years ago, and uh, nice. she's she's looking forward to uh, uh, skiing this year. So yep, uh, yep. We, we usually go up to Winter Park. Okay. And uh, yep. we're Winter Park people too. Oh, are you nice? Yeah. <laughs> yep. we're, we're not on the Mary Jane side with her yet, but uh, we'll get her <laughs> yeah. there. <laughs> it doesn't take long. No. Our, no, ours are ten and twelve, and they're out there going faster than us down the. Oh bumps. my goodness! It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, awesome. Well, well, thank you again yeah. for being here. Yeah, thank you. Um, so what we're going to talk about today is the number one claim that we see in Colorado. And um, those of you that are watching that live in Colorado, you know what I'm talking about. It's hail. There's so many hail storms that roll through, especially in the spring, it seems like. And it's, um, it's a huge thing with insurance. So Josh is going to share with us a little bit more about hail claims, making sure that you're covered, because one of the top questions you get, from my understanding, is people ask, how do I make sure I have the right coverage? Yeah, right? yeah, that's correct, RJ. Uh, one of the hot topics I get uh, with insurance, uh, especially uh, people that have uh, moved to Colorado and they hear everyone talking about the hailstorms that, that we they do get in uh, Colorado quite frequently now, mm -hmm. is they want to make sure, you know, am I covered? Do I have a, yeah. enough coverage on, on my home? Do I, are my vehicles covered properly? Um, and there's, uh, there's a lot of uh, fine print in policies on how, uh, how hail is actually paid out on a roof that people don't understand. Mm -hmm. um, there's, uh, there's a couple type of policies out there. You've got your actual cash value policy um, and you have replacement cost. Replacement cost being the better one. So the easiest way okay. to think of it is an actual cash value policy is going to still pay out for a new roof. However, they will take into account uh, depreciation, um, age and okay. wear and tear. So that just means if you have a 30 year roof, right? And you're in year 15 and mm -hmm. you, you know, have a, have a, a hailstorm that just completely demolishes the roof, uh, what'll happen is, is you could potentially only get 50% of the value of the roof. So you have a $20,000 roof, that's only $10,000, minus out your deductible, and you're not going to be too happy. Yeah. Uh, but you might have saved maybe $200 a year, you know, maybe 15 bucks per month um, on that policy and had no clue that uh, what you had. Ah, so, and, and a hailstorm is going to happen in Colorado. I mean, it's not if, it's when. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been in my house 10 years and we've had two roofs. I've had three, so we're, okay. we're on the same yeah, page. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, so important to make sure you're covered for that. We actually found out the hard way exactly what you're talking about on our first roof. It was the, what do you call it, cash value? Yeah, the actual cash value. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we had to come out of pocket for quite a bit and mm -hmm. we, we needed the roof. So we had to come up with a lot of money. Yeah. So it was very frustrating. So then we ended up changing carriers 
and I wish I would have met you years ago because <laughs> we probably would have been covered better. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those things where when you're in the stress of getting a loan and you're moving and uh, you know you're looking for a quick insurance quote, a lot of times it's it's easy to to, to brief over that important information. So that's why it's really yeah. important to uh, talk to a professional, somebody that's been in the industry yeah. a while, knows Colorado weather. Uh, you know, a lot of times if you're uh, getting an insurance quote, sometimes you'll. Uh, you know, if you're getting a quote from an eight, you know, company 800 number and maybe their call center's in another state, maybe they don't know how much hail get we get out here. And uh, they're right. not as educated. So it, right. is, it is nice finding a local agent that you know, lives and works here and, and knows how to best cover your family. Yeah, for so. sure. So how, how can we spot it on our policy? If we, I mean, if, if we have a house already, we already own a house and we, we're looking at our policy, is there a way to spot it on there if it's the cash value or the replacement cost? Yeah, uh, great question. So usually on the declaration page or the quote, um, they usually okay. don't uh, They usually don't list it. Sometimes you'll see the wording ACV, RCV, um, RCV being replacement cost, ACV being actual cash value. Um, easiest way, honestly, is just ask the agent. Uh, just ask the okay. agent, you know, if and when I have a hail loss on, on the roof, you know, how am I covered? Okay. You know, is there depreciation? Um, and then also make sure, because sometimes the policy will actually start out um, as the better policy, replacement cost, and there might be something in the language of the policy that actually says after the 10th year of the roof, um, you know, in the 11th year, it could potentially go to ACV. So sometimes oh. there's, a, there's a time limit on it, um, which, you know, m a lot of companies like ours will grandfather you, even if you're in the 11th mm -hmm. year. Uh, but you just want to make sure because every insurance company has really had to adapt and change with the amount of uh, claims that we're getting. Because just to give an example, uh, for every dollar we're taking in on insurance premium over the last few years, we're actually spending over $2 out on claims. I've heard that so, in Colorado. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's been rough. So you, you have to either charge more, which home insurance policies have gone up over the years, uh, or you have to find special language in the policy to pay out less when you do have a claim. So mm. that's why you want to make sure um, that yeah, you have the correct policy. Okay, so someone has a, a hailstorm, let's say, and their mm -hmm. roof is damaged, or they think it's damaged. How does that work to see what kind of coverage, that, that's the wrong way to say it, to see what kind of, or, or how they're gonna be covered, or how to get reimbursed for the roof, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. So you're saying uh, once, once I, I had a claim, and now I'm in the process or, of submitting the claim? Yeah, yeah, more like how does it work to actually submit for the claim? Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, great question. So uh, to give you an example, if uh, you're in your home and let's say a year later you do have a, a hailstorm, uh, the first thing that you want to do is uh, when you do call up the insurance company to submit a claim, um, just know that if you do call claims, um, that will count as an inquiry on your claims history report mm -hmm. as a claim. So if, if, if possible, um, have a trusted roofer come out and take a look at your roof first um, before you call the insurance company. Make sure you have a legitimate claim. If you do, you can always have your roofer um, help submit the claim just so that there's two sets of eyes um, on the damage, just uh -huh. to make sure it goes as smooth as possible. Okay. Um, and okay. then what happens is they'll come out, they'll take a look at what type of policy you have, and uh, if you have the actual cash value, they're going to you know, estimate what the age of the roof is, take out depreciation, okay. take out your deductible, and they give you the difference. So if the, if the roof ends up being a $20,000 roof and you have the lesser policy, you could potentially you know, get $10,000, $12,000, and then you owe the roofer the remaining amount. So mm. if you have the better policy, you're only out your deductible. Okay. So okay, and you mentioned legitimate roofer. How do you know if it's a legitimate roofer? Because when we had our hailstorms, it seems like we had five flyers on our 
front door within a week and people knocking on our door. Uh, what about those guys? That, that's a great question. Uh, you want to make sure that um, when you check out the companies, not only do you check uh, Better Business Bureau, uh, but mm -hmm. also the fact that you want them to, you want to make sure that they've been in business at least 20 years. Uh, locally 20 years. is preferred, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you want to make sure they, they've been in business a while uh, to make sure they're going to be around. Because I have had those situations where somebody, you know, takes an offer from a fly-by-night roofing company, mm -hmm. we pay out the check, they take the money, they don't come back to replace the roof, and uh, there's nothing the insurance company can do because they already paid out on the roof. They, they oh, can't pay out so twice. people just get their money taken mm -hmm. and yep. they don't even get a new roof. Yeah, I've seen that as well. Wow. So uh, never pay the roof for 100% upfront. If it's a legitimate roofing insurance company, uh, roofing company, um, what'll happen is um, usually they can start the job with very little down and then you own the rest when it's completed. So when I've seen okay. that happen okay. is when people give you know 75% or more of the money down upfront, um, that's that's when I see issues. So okay. the good insurance uh, roofing companies, the good roofing companies that have been around a while, um, have enough funds, enough money to completely finance the roof and ask for the money when it's complete, and you're happy, and you're okay. satisfied. Okay. So that's good advice. Yeah, well, well established roofing company, good. Um, and then also um, the next door app is a great uh, is a great uh, mm. app to use. That I've seen homeowners using is they'll they'll ask who who's had their roof replaced recently who do who do you, who do you recommend ah okay so you know checking with sure. neighbors checking with uh, um, and then also the uh, the insurance company will always have kind of preferred vendor list mm. um, so like with Liberty Mutual Insurance we we'll have a preferred vendor list where we've already done the work to make sure it's a legitimate roofing company and uh, they're going to do great work okay. Okay, so, mm -hmm. this is good information. Um, do you have any other tips on how people can look at their policies to make sure they're properly covered? Um, hail side. Mm -hmm. Yep, so uh, one recommendation I have, RJ, is the quote that you initially get from the insurance company is typically one page. Um, uh -huh. Once you purchase the policy, you'll notice you'll get a 50-page document in the mail with all the fine yep. print and how things are oh, covered, yeah. what's excluded, what's covered. Um, having uh, um, a consultative uh, meeting with the agent is probably the best way to um, go over situations of how things are covered um, because mm -hmm. who really reads all that paperwork? Right. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> you know, it's a lot. I mean, is somebody going through the uh, you know stressful you know situation of you know, moving and, and getting a loan and it makes it very difficult to uh, take the time to actually mm -hmm. do your due diligence. Mm -hmm. uh, so have your agent working for you. That's their job. You know, their job is to is to tell you, you know, what's yeah. what, you know what can I approve upon, and what's my optional coverages. Yep. What could I yep. uh, do better on the policy? Uh, so making sure you have a good a good agent, and uh, like I said, to spot things, you can always ask for the uh, the policy language besides the quote. So you can always mm -hmm. ask, uh, besides the quote, can you just send me also the policy language so we can look through that as well? Yeah, Rather than getting after it's too late. <laughs> right, because it seems like all too many times people just look at the bottom line number and they're not really looking at their coverages. I see that every day. Um, yeah. You know, you look at the quote and it has the dwelling coverage, your personal property, your deductible, and a premium. And a lot of times it's really easy just to say, okay, looks like this company has a good price and uh, you go with that one. And then a couple of years later you find out, yeah, you know, we're coming up with five, six grand out of pocket mm -hmm. for a roof. And so uh, it costs you a lot more in the long run. A lot more in the long run, for sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And I've noticed that there's a big difference with working with someone like you that uh, someone you can talk to and trust that knows what they're talking about as opposed to the 1-800 numbers and 
those types of providers, which can be fine in some cases, but mm -hmm. um, to have someone that you can really talk to that can advise you the right way, I found has been valuable for our clients. Yeah, it's definitely valuable to uh, uh, to have somebody, like I said, that does live and work here in Colorado that has been in the industry a while. Um, mm -hmm. I'd say uh, typically, if you if you find an, an insurance agent that's been in business five years or more, you're, um, usually they know enough about insurance to advise you the. Uh, the right way. So just making sure that they uh -huh. uh, they know the ins and outs, and they uh, you know can can advise you on the proper coverages and, and yep. get what you need. But for sure, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, anything else to add on hail damage or hail claims? Anything? anything well, else? not really. I mean, it, unfortunately, it's not going away. Uh, yeah, nothing we can do. Sure. Nothing we can do with that. Um, I have seen on the uh, the auto insurance side, though. I have seen a few uh, companies that are. Uh, uh, that are coming up with uh, some pretty neat things where it's like a, a device you put in your trunk and you can pull out and it kind of umbrellas your vehicle, uh, some contraptions to uh, kind of prevent hail damage to your vehicle, but I haven't seen anything on the home yet. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> where, it, where it brings out a shield that covers exactly. your home Exactly. It's, like a, it's like a robotic, you know, umbrella that yeah. uh, I've It'd seen. Yeah, it'd be like the Jetsons it. or something. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Be pretty neat if they came out with something for uh, uh, for a home, but for now, like I said, that's it. Uh, there is a, a pretty pretty large discount if you have a tile roof. Uh, okay. So if you are debating between a few homes and one home's uh -huh. offering you a metal stone coated steel roof and tile versus asphalt shingle, um, you'll get a much better rate on your insurance if you have tile or metal roof. Uh, so if the two homes are about the same cost, go with the one with the better roof. You'll save more. Okay. Um, but other than that, you know, not much you can do. So. And, and and from my experience, if you have an asphalt shingle roof, for example, mm -hmm. you can't get a, th through insurance at least, you can't get reimbursed to get a metal roof put on if you already have a shingle roof and it's damaged. Yeah, right? usually you can get, uh, usually you can upgrade, but you'd have to pay the difference. Okay. And sometimes it's worth it. If you're going to be in the home a while, um, I have had uh, quite a few clients where they uh, live in an area um, where they've had a couple of health claims and they're tired of, uh, you know, hail losses and paying deductibles and and they just you know paid the difference between the asphalt shingle roof and okay. the metal roof and uh, if you're going to be in the home a while it's worth it okay interesting worth it yeah okay well um, we'd like to end each episode with three mm -hmm. questions to all of our guests so um, the first one is what's your favorite place to go in Colorado uh, well RJ uh, probably uh, many incredible places in Colorado to visit obviously uh, probably uh, one of the our favorite as a family is uh, probably Breckenridge we love the, uh -huh. the quaint cute little town and the shopping yep. and yep. Uh, we go up there every year and uh, so probably Breckenridge it's probably one of our beautiful one of there. our top so okay beautiful area okay the next question is do you have a book that you would recommend to the audience yeah, so a uh, uh, lot of book, a lot of good books out there. Uh, one recent uh, book that that I've been reading that that's uh, uh, been very interesting is the uh, Millionaire Next Door. Mm. Uh, pretty pretty neat book. It, it basically talks about uh, uh, sometimes you don't know if if the uh, if the person next door um, is that millionaire that's that's frugal and thrifty and everybody um, these days you know that are, that are trying to save money and and uh, you know live conservatively and uh, like I said it's. Uh, a different different way of uh, of going through life, you mm -hmm. know, as mm -hmm. far as uh, um, mm -hmm. you know, making sure you know where you put your money, you know, is going to be you know working for you. So, Millionaire Next Door definitely recommend that. It's so like the story it's of life the, changing. 
it's like the story of the lady that sa was worked minimum wage her whole life and yeah. saved just a little bit every paycheck and ended up being a millionaire when exactly. she retired. Yeah, yeah. So yep. it's very interesting. It's a, it's a good read for sure. Yeah. Okay. And then um, the final question we like to ask is if you could have any super uh, superpower, mm -hmm. what would that superpower be? Well, I, I I've always wanted to fly. So if I could if I could fly, uh, that would be, that would be pretty neat. Uh, uh, since I can't fly, well, it probably runs in, runs in my family because uh, I've been uh, flying hot air balloons since I was uh, like four years old. No kidding. I uh, had my uh, certificate to fly when I was 15, uh, hot air balloons. So I've, I've, it's kind of a family business. So being up in, up hmm. in the you know sky, and I've been flying drones since '09. So okay. you know, I've got some of the goggles where it kind of feels like you're up there with the birds. Uh -huh, <laughs> you know, uh -huh. so, I'd say flying. Yeah. So you have to have a license to fly a hot air balloon. Yeah, yeah. Actually, pilot, I didn't know pilot's that. license. Oh no way. Yeah, yeah. You got to have a pilot's license, and uh, uh, for years and years we flew out of uh, Chatfield uh, okay. because it is actually a recognized uh, uh, flight uh, area for hot air balloons. Okay. So. Uh, so, Interesting. Yeah, you learn something there. every day. I, yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense. You would need to have a pilot's license, but yeah, yeah. So you, know need, you need the pilot's license, and uh, but yeah, I'd say uh, if I could do anything, it'd probably be fly. So that'd okay. be pretty neat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. All right. Well, thanks again, Josh, for being on the show yeah, today. We you, really RG. appreciate all the the tips, and hopefully, some people can get a few little tidbits from that to help on their homeowners policy. And if you have any questions about your policy, or if you want to run it past Josh, just um, you you can reach him at the number that was on this video or below the, in the description of this video. And uh, once again, my name is RJ Baxter with Fairway Independent Mortgage and realestatetalkdenver.com. This is Josh Real with Liberty Mutual Insurance, and you guys have a great rest of your day. Thank you.